In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. Uh, the Golden Bachelor. I, I, it's, I, I have to say, I, I walk away going, classic Bachelor. It feels, it, it's, it's a classic Bachelor, but it also feels new again. You know, it's yeah. like nice to like, to see like petty drama, but also... Not for drama's sake. It, it felt like real drama. What did you think? How did you feel? I understand why people watch Real Housewives now. Because watching right. older women have mm-hmm. drama and argue and get in petty fights is way more entertaining than watching people our age do the same bullshit. This right. is way more entertaining. It It, it was... It was interesting to watch. Definitely entertaining. Um, yeah, just like the the people, you know, it, it. and again, like sometimes I get the, I don't know if you get this from your parents. You hear about the drama going on in their life. Oh, yeah. And amongst their friends. And you hear that side of the conversation. This felt like that. This felt like. And the other thing is everything's high school. Like. The way we are in high school is the way you are when you're 70. Like, we see in the beginning of this episode this need to, like, here's the group, and we're one group, and that's another group. And, and and you know, it, it, it's like a, that stuff never – you never age out of, right? Like, didn't, It's very the, clicky. It's very interesting watching yeah. them, like, group off like that, like you said. And also you also feel the need to defend – I was wanting to stick up for Teresa at the end. I'm like, really? Okay. I I mean, I felt a little bad. Like I understand why Kathy felt the way she did, but at the same time, I'm like, poor Teresa. She, she felt so bad. Like I was sad a little bit. We're, we're going to talk about this because I, I, I think Teresa, like, again, the, the fun of this is like, none of this is surprising or unrecognizable to me. There is not one character on this that I'm like, where do they come from? Everyone represents a friend of my mom's, my mom, people I've seen before, um, you know, arguments I've seen before. Like, the, you know, they're all stereotypes. They're all stereotypes right. of different older women that you've known or been introduced to. Yes. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen this on your end, but like there you can tell it's people who aren't watching this show just being like, you know, that. Here and there. I'm not saying they're all comments, yeah. but a couple comments here and there that are like, wow, this is sad or like, you know, that this is that they feel like they're somehow above this show that's going on this show to begin with is like somehow like not, you know, uh, lesser like than demeaning. And it's, right. And there is not one ounce of that to me. Like, no, to me, it's like anyone could have been in these types of discussions. Anyone could feel the way they do. Like last night. We saw, you know, 
we saw so many different aspects of the dating world that's relatable to anyone. Mm-hmm. We saw clicks. We saw jealousy. We saw pity. We saw um, uh, uh, lust. You know, like it's all yeah. there. I, I don't know. It, 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 it is it, really just, relatable. You're right. No, it, it. we can all relate to this no matter what age we are. And I like it's kind of a affirming feeling. It's like, okay, we're all going through this together. This is not right. just a me thing. It's all ages. And Listen, it could also I, be a sad thing knowing that it, it still happens course, when yeah. you get older too. <laughs> right. You're, you're right. I, because I, you know, I get it all the time. I go, you know, especially visiting my parents, they're in a community. Um, and that makes it sound way older than it is. It's really not. Um, and, you know, I've put stuff out there. You know, the special was called 37 and Single. And you have people confide. I would have people confide in me, you know, in their 60s. Yeah. About 67 and Single and 62 wow. and Single yeah. and 70 something and Single. And, and you know, the same story, different, you know, a little more wrinkles, you know, same story, different Botox injection, you know, like different it's not. Different Botox <laughs> injection for sure. <laughs> you know, so I. I, I I'm I, I feel um I feel good watching this show. Uh, do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So it's been two weeks of bliss, and then this week shit goes down. Clicks have been formed. Drama is afoot with our girls, and plot twists, tears, and hot air balloons. Another ten out of ten episode of The Golden Bachelor. So let's get into it. Uh, what did you name the episode? I said drama has no age limit. So good. Um, that's that was my title what was yours I mean yeah I said let the drama begin I think I think we've been waiting for this I think this is we had the first two episodes of everybody getting along and um you know we're crying we're watching these heartfelt stories Mm -hmm. I want a little drama now I'm I'm ready for it uh, and honestly like you put 12 women in a house with one man single dating them all you're gonna get drama. Yeah. This is, like you know, the idea that the idea that like they they should be over and more you know confidence, lack of confidence. You know, it has no age limit as well. It's just you know, and and again, not to say these aren't confident women, but like you know, this is like one of those things. I'm 70 and I'm confident. It's like no, no, no. no. We are all self conscious. Yeah. We are all. <laughs> Let's we be clear. all want. Yeah, let's be clear. Like, uh, you know, this self-affirming bullshit that you see every day. It's like, fuck off. Like, these people are real. Like, I... I. So we start the episode, and it starts with a group has been formed, and nothing is more female and, and to me than making a group and naming it. This Like, this happens me. in high school, middle school, the seven, the, the 12, you know, the fabulous eight. You know, every... This is... In every section of life, I've just watched women organize. Organized. We love an organized group. We love it. Right. Even in relationships. What are we? The label. You know, I want to know, you know, you know, uh, you know, love me or chop me up and end it with me. Like, you know, love me or stick a knife in my heart. You know, so we. It's like a group chat. We all we right. love to name our group chats. If you don't have mm-hmm. group chats with all of your individual friend groups with like a, a fun name on it, what what are we even doing here? Are we really are friends? Just, I don't know. Mine are just a bunch of unsaved numbers, you know? Yeah. Like, 
Who's the 513? Uh, right. You just Who go stop area code. You got to go back. You're like, oh, this is fantasy football. Um, <laughs> I, so the women have formed a group called Askin. And it's A-S-K-N for April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy, who apparently have become a group. And their motto is, you're asking, we're telling. But I, I don't even get what they're telling. Is right, it that they I don't speak understand. Up? I think I, I was, I was going to ask you. I'm like, I don't think I understand what this means. Are they talking about gossip or are they talking about uh, like we're just going to be honest with each other about what's happening in our relationships? I don't, I don't get it. It seems as though it was a no filter thing. Uh, to me, because we basically when they when we get in on this asking, I just love I, you're asking, we're, we're telling. telling. Yeah, like I just think it's so <laughs> woman in her sixties. Oh, gotcha! And they clock by like a bunch of hens. You know, I. I it's so good. I, they would make T-shirts if they were able, 100%. I mean, T-shirts are coming. Um, yeah. I I will say this. There was a part, there was a thing that that uh, Kathy says when the Askin group is together. She says that, do you see people, she says two things that are important to note for the rest of the episode. So yeah. one is that she thinks, I think they think the Askin group is more real. Than, than anyone else. I think they think they're being more real than the others because she even says, do you see when Jerry, when Gary shows oh, up, people yeah. sit up in their chair and they become a different person. They they become peppy. And, I, and she, you know, Su Susan, who is so emotive and not emotive at the same at time. At the same like, time, I totally agree. <laughs> there's some times where you're like, is Susan dead? And then there's other yeah. times... Where you're then you like, see your blank. <laughs> right. And then there's other times where you're like, Susan is the most alive person on this show. And she imitates. She says, like, he walks in, they pop up. So I think the asking group is giving themselves a lot of credit for like, we're we're the same, whether Gary's in the room or Gary's not in the room. Yeah. Which is, I think, that where their point of pride, which I don't I don't know if I agree or disagree. I'm just saying I think that's where they're at. There's the other thing that needs to be mentioned from this conversation is she mentions that she's she literally says, I'm jealous of Teresa. And yeah. she says that I'm because of how little she is. Please. Now, it feels as though this is something that women are always from the beginning of time. Just being little is important to a lot of women. The, I think I think thinking about that is like it's that's our Roman Empire. The, the female <laughs> Roman Empire is always thinking about I could lose 10 pounds or like, you know, or like right. or like or being smaller or when we were smaller or something. I think that is I think that's part of it. And so I think the jealousy comes from that because, you know, I'm a curvy girl. I have a mm. lot of friends that are way smaller than I am. And I think about it all the time. <laughs> right. I guess the idea that they could wear anything because like, you know, Teresa she even says, Susan even says, Teresa takes out four of her shirts and that would be one of my shirt. Like but she's Kathy jealous of the ability small. to pack more things. Yeah, that, that's the understand. crazy part. Yeah. Kathy has like ripped arms. I mean, right. Kathy is in shape. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. You know, it's all perspective and yeah. it's showing, you know, Kathy's jealousy is showing, her insecurity is showing. 
you know, Teresa has a connection, obviously. She went on a date, and they had this great date. And also, she's little. She can also pack more clothing and has more options. And Kathy's kind of doing a little bit of woe is me, but also a front for the woe is me is, we're asking, you were telling. <laughs> so Jesse comes in. Um, Jesse... Jesse walking in, every time he walks in, I, I don't know, he was in this, like, sport coat, and he just always looks like he's gotten ready for church or something. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> like Sunday school attire. And then I yeah. also I also think that he has learned that the women do not know what is coming. And so he right. gives, he's starting to give more guidance because the last time he puts the date, he puts the date card down and he's like, all right. And they're like, what the right. fuck's that? And he's right, like, oh. what's going on? All right, well, uh, <laughs> so now he's explaining things a little bit more because I think he realizes that they have no idea what they're supposed to be doing. Absolutely, because he's like, okay, there's gonna. He even goes through the show. He's like, we're gonna get yeah. one, one on one, and they're gonna have a fab. He's even trying to pump them up. He he's like, a fabulous group date, and he goes, and today, who's going out? We're all going out. You know, like it, it it's um. He's like a cruise director on a 50-plus cruise, you know? I mean, this is speaking straight to Kay's heart. I was like, I am a cruise girl, and he is. Mm. that is the perfect example. You nailed that. Yeah. He is a cruise director. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So they're all going on the group date and they're going to perform in a talent show. And I have to. And then they bring in um, our old friend, Caitlin Bristow, to be the guest referee or the guest judge. When I saw when I heard them announce Caitlin Bristow, the way I screamed 
thinking about you and your reaction, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I, I, I can't wait to talk to Jared about this. As a new uh, fan of Kristen I- myself, uh, or Caitlin, I'm sorry. Perfect. Um, <laughs> perfect. Just messes up her name right away. I love Caitlin. I, I'm a fan of hers. I. It was interesting because she comes out and it would have annoyed me had I not met her. I, I got to say, yeah. you know, oh, Caitlin's got to come on in to pick up some followers from the Golden Bachelor. She can't, I know. But, but I will say this. She was reserved. It did feel real the way they they kind of liked her. Like, you know, the women did seem like they knew her and were fans of her. The crowd was amped up. I mean, that crowd. That was a big crowd. Big crowd, fun crowd. I I think they were all as, you know, the excitement for the Golden Bachelor. This is taped before it even comes out. So, like, we'd been hearing about people being pumped. They're probably like, wow, I'm seeing who these people are. Like, I I Uh can understand that. And, And the crowd was on fire. Caitlin didn't take over the event, and it, it was interesting. The dynamic again. We talk about Jesse, and the mm-hmm. dynamic of Jesse with this older group and being a cruise director and dressing appropriately, wearing his Sunday's best. You know, speaking them a little bit different. Not you know, not crazy different, but like in a different tone. Caitlin kind of did the same thing. She kind of, you know, it it wasn't the Caitlin show. No. And again, we we have um, on last week's Bachelor in Paradise when Hannah Brown showed up and everyone's like, you know, going crazy. Bow this down. wasn't that. This, right, right, right. This was very um, appropriate. I don't know. It made I, I, everyone handled it in the way I liked. Like I, Caitlin's celebrity was appreciated, but she wasn't. It wasn't the Caitlin Bristow show. No, no, no. It wasn't. And, and I actually... To be honest, I saw her do the entrance or whatever, and she was up on stage. But then mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about her. She didn't really have right. much after that. It was really just like the appearance at the beginning, right at the end, and that was kind of it. And I agree. I think right. it was like the perfect cameo for her. And maybe maybe they took some notes. They heard us. Maybe. They are like, let's maybe put they- her on there. She's not sad. She's just you know one of the main bachelorettes that we've had. Well, I, maybe this is the power of an hour show versus a two-hour show. That too. You know, where, you know, the fat of a two-hour show that we see in Bachelor in Paradise where, like, half the show is them recapping who the couples are, you know, and, and oh, my God, Hannah Brown's here, and we have to watch 10 minutes of fangirling and fanboying or whatever it is. Uh, this was like, Caitlin's here. Yeah, we like her. We know her. Get in there. You're a judge. Like, and uh-huh. it was fun. I... I yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe people don't get annoyed with the Bachelor alumni taking over the show as much as we seem to get. But I don't know. I, I, I this was a really nice. I thought this was. I, I agree with you. This was. I think a nice it's just, cameo. It might be. It might be us, just because we ha- we talk about it and you know keep going back to the same people over and over on each season. I think it just. Oh, we clock and in a also bit more. sometimes I think they come on with this like energy that they're better than the people on the show. Yes. And 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 that annoys me because it's like you were on the show like this isn't you. This is your people. This is you're not like uh, again, you're not the winner of the Hunger Games. You know, you, right. you, you know, so 
for this, it does feel like you can't do that to these women because it's like they've all had careers and they've done, you know, like I'm sure there's an element of Caitlyn looking up to these women being like, oh, my God, I'm sure they're all, you know, like, you know, and yeah. you can feel that. I because, I, again, uh, I, meeting Caitlyn has definitely changed my opinion of her, but also this was a different vibe and energy. And then we go to the so the talents performed. Sandra did a comedy routine, which I was not which expecting was that. I wasn't either the longest setup to a joke I've ever heard, but she got the punchline out and it seemed to work. Were you proud? Uh, I was proud. You know, sometimes when you see like I got a, you know, I have this happen all the time. I have a joke for you and it's usually a street joke. Street jokes are like kind of shared jokes amongst, you know, anyone can tell them. Oh, so okay. it's it's like guy walked into a bar type stuff. They call them street sure. jokes. So this what Sandra does was is is a street joke and it's in and listen, there are some people that tell a street joke really well. I mean Gilbert Gottfried, um I opened for him and I'm like he was selling a DVD after the show of him telling street jokes. So he's telling That's amazing. Like, it, it's like, you know, it's like happy birthday is, what do they call it? Um, shared IP. Uh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like a public. Anyone, yeah. Publicly like, owned or traded or whatever. Right. You, you, you can put happy birthday on any CD and it's everyone, you know, there's no, you don't have to pay royalties to anyone. Right. That's what a street, a street joke is kind of that to comedians um, that anyone can tell it. It's not doesn't belong to anybody. So th that's what Sandra does. And I was happy for her with the big boob ending. Um, Susan does karate. And I've never laughed harder than watching her kick through a wooden plank. I, I, <laughs> it I, was, I, and I was she's speechless. screaming. <laughs> I, and she had the. The thing tied around her head. The headband. I was like, this is all sorts of Susan. Like, I would have expected this. This She's the only one that could have pulled this off. I needed more backstory. This is where the one-hour episode kind of like, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. I know. Would have loved a two-hour episode. Would have loved a montage on, you know, the gi she wears and her dojo and... You know, I want to hear more about Susan's karate journey. I, I just desperate just, to know. Get her on the podcast. We have to talk about this. It was very much Dwight Schrute being in yes. the karate class with 10 year olds. Like I was like, I need to know how much karate like does she do a Zumba karate class combo? <laughs> and that was the reason she kicked through a, a, a plank. Like I need to know what her connection is to karate. <laughs> I must must know. <laughs> uh Nancy does a whipped cream catcher. Um and then Leslie does um a sexy dance of some sort. And this is Leslie. where you start to see the jealousy push through. Like what did you think of Leslie's dance? Well, the thing is, is with Leslie's dances, I automatically went back to our first um, episode where mm. she's introducing herself. It's the limo entrances and she had she's doing her dance moves or it's like that mm -hmm. video that they do when she's at home. And she has that yeah. one dance move that she does, the one move. And she right. opens with <laughs> that one move and she won't. <laughs> 
drop the fact that she's a professional dancer. She was a professional dancer, but it's like, were you? Were you? <laughs> because it doesn't. It's not ringing. Professional dancer again. She's sixty. I don't want right. to. Uh, your body is different at that time, but it right. was just interesting. And watching the women react to it, they were all unimpressed. They were like, "Fuck." <laughs> well, it, it right, and, and I guess there's this. It it felt like, you know, I, I get again. Drama knows no age. Like every time there's a talent show, there's one person on the 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 uh you know the lineup that does something a little sexual and the you woman who does the you know right and and you go okay some of us are gonna break a board with our head and make a fool of ourselves and you went the route of look how hot i am um and you know again maybe some people put their head through the board because the, and this isn't to be mean to anybody but like because they don't use sex appeal in their everyday life i think and i think even leslie kind of says that when they talk afterwards that like she wants to be seen that more than just you know the the hot dancer and like you can kind of it's like well then don't dance hot like you well jared gary is bakes (laughs) right right (laughs) that was the whole premise is like right And, and it's like yeah 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 that's why gary's you know, going, you know, like drooling like a dog during this. Right. Like Gre- Gary eats it up. That's why they're jealous. Obsessed. I mean, yeah. And, and Gary's into her. Gary is. And and listen, there's sweet, fuddy, duddy. And this has kind of been a theme. I haven't really mentioned it here. I mentioned it on the live screen. But there is fuddy, duddy, Grandpa Gary, mm-hmm. heart of gold. And there's. Hur, hur, there's dog Gary and big dog got to eat. Big dog <laughs> got to bark. Big dog got to eat. Gary can be a dog. Don't let, let's not forget. No, we can't forget. Gary's Gary, also a man. <laughs> Gary's a man. So and he shows it. You see it a little bit. He breaks a little bit. He does it for Leslie. And and you can tell that the women other women notice it and they're kind of annoyed. And, and I bake. You know, she pulls out the cookies at the end. And then, you know, Gary, you know, even Gary, when he talks to the women he's attracted to, do, do people tell you you're sexy? And it's like, okay, Gary. Let's be for real. <laughs> like, uh... that's, that's dog Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good dog bark. I listen. I, uh, we all got a little dog. That, don't forget. We got a dog in us. <laughs> Dog gonna bark, lion gonna lion. That's right. We, you know, bird gonna fly, <laughs> Viagra gonna pop, boner's gonna be had. I'm telling you, Gary, he, don't he don't a, don't be fooled. Yeah, we can't by, be fooled by his language. How he says tremendous and right. and darling. Nah, no, 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 no. His Kermit voice, Kermit the Gary. No. Why does it, he sound like Kermit? That is well, I, that is the strangest thing to me. <laughs> it's got quite a voice. It is. Well, she's a wonderful soul, but Gary got a fuck. Gary got. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new title. Gary got a fuck. Gary got a fuck. Yeah. I, listen, ah. 
That's my that that was my uh, fantasy suite title. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. So Joan... Joan is doing a little woe is me. Like, I don't Joan have is a talent. Me, though. Joan would you, is what would me, you, though. Like, I don't know. You would feel the same way? Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I, I guess I would be the same. I, I understand. So, like, I have... No, you could get up there, do a whole set, you'd smash Stand it. Stand up? I don't know. I, don't, I, I would be too intimidated by being a comedian having to do a set. Like, I... I, I don't know. To me, like... Sandra, I was like, good for Sandra. I, I don't know. Right. Joan, I understood where she was coming, but it was a little woe with me. What, what were you thinking about Joan? And I don't know. Like, I, I, I think it's difficult to be put on the spot and be like, you have to, we're doing a talent show. Right. I didn't also didn't think about the fact that there was going to be an audience. That was a massive audience. If I would have walked into massive. that room, I thought it was just going to be, oh, we're doing a talent show with in front of us, like in front right. of the girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I would have walked in there, I would have been so panicked. I I don't know what I would have done. Full on production. Full on production. And you know what Joan does? With she Caitlin Bristow, and, and nonetheless. Right. The celebrity judges. Um, Joan did the smart thing. She's like, I'll go sentimental. Um, I'll read a poem. You know, roses are red, violets are blue. Hey, Kermit the Gary. I'll blow you too. You know, so. <laughs> Please. I, <laughs> she does her poem and it's like, you know, th- that's the thing. If everyone zigs, you got to zag. Yeah. So Joan actually did like the game, like played the game. If you're going to like win the bachelor, the, the golden bachelor, like Joan did a good job, you know, but she I really did because the poem was sweet, you know, especially if you get to go at the end, you know, like Susan's sitting there with like, you know, the, the board she just crushed in half with her knee. And that's fun. But like, you know, if you go sentimental, if you pull at the heartstrings and she ends up winning the one on one. I mean, so, I knew she was going. I knew she was going to. And just because of the stuff she was saying, again, it was very woe is me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want a rose. I just want time with you. If he didn't pick her, it would have been weird. Right. Yeah. It, it did feel like he had to pick her. And. I don't know, you know, there's a little bit of what Gary does, and we'll see it later in the episode. We see we see it later in the episode of, like, a little bit of, like, he kind of awards things, like, for people doing, taking chances. Yeah. But, it, you know, again, sweet old Gary and dog Gary. The, you know, Different. Joan had a little bit of both to her. It felt like Gary was attracted to her, but also he was awarding her for, like, 
being vulnerable and she says that her you know they bond over their spouses passing away they showed that last episode when they were up in the Mm -hmm. you know the bunk bed and then her daughter just had a baby 15 days ago so that comes up over the course of the date and then somehow the next day joan gets a call uh which I don't know how you just get a call like I I wonder I, if they figured out how to call production or something or like if there's an emergency, there's probably some line to call to get in touch with them. I'm assuming. Listen, I don't know. I'll make I'm going to make a big assumption. Not a big one. I don't think Joan was into Gary. Yeah. I think I don't think Joan saw a connection. I mean, this is where like this shit gets real where you go. I think Joan pulled on the string of my daughter's having a kid 15 days ago. Listen, again, this is what this is what moms do. They guilt you with something that's way more, you know, morally above your head, you know, like as a mother and you'll never understand. And, yeah. and I'm a first time grandma. I get it. All this stuff is important. But I think if Joan had a real connection with Gary, she'd still be on the show because I Joan mean, elects to leave. Like, I, I really think she got a friend vibe. She's like, he's a good guy. I'm not here for it. There's other women that are into him more than me. I, I honestly think Joan wasn't, you know, sweat. The dog and Joan didn't bark for Gary. Didn't bark. In my yeah, opinion. Joan, yeah, Joan's dog is not barking. And I, I kind of agree with you on that. I didn't think about it until you said it. Now I'm kind of going back and thinking about you know, their interactions here and there. I mean, I maybe that was the same thing as Marina, who we saw right. afterwards. They did like a FaceTime and were oh. able to catch up. Oh, did you see this? No, where was this? Okay, so Bachelor posted this, and oh. um, Jesse and Gary, Jesse went up to Gary, and he was like, we have uh, Marina on the phone. She had to leave because of a family issue or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they do a FaceTime and Marina's just like in her kitchen. <laughs> and, she's like, <laughs> and she's like, hey, Gary, I'm sorry. I had to come home. You know, I had to um, I, I had to put my prior- priorities of being a mother first. So I'm wondering if we're going to keep losing women Was- to their to having to be a mom. Here's the thing about growing up is you have great excuses. Great excuses. You know, I my 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 daughter had a kid 15 days ago. I understand where it's either I didn't think I'd be so missing them so much, feel like I'm missing out on life, or this is a really good way to get me off the show. And he's yeah. a nice guy, but I don't want to fuck Gary. You know, I I again like this is where like just because they're old doesn't mean they're not looking to like be with someone that they're attracted to and into and you know just because know. they're old or older doesn't mean they don't want to like be with the right match i think and joan is again i've we've compared her to an ai portrait she's gorgeous, gorgeous. she's you know jo- joan isn't like going home to sit in a lonely house she also referenced that she's like two i think only 2 years out of her Spouse passing. Yeah, it's, so very, this it's might, very recent. Right. So she might be like, eh, this ain't the guy for me. I had fun on this. Time for me to go. I got grandkids. Gotta go. It, it felt more excuse than it did real thing, just be based on how her temperament was leaving. I agree. And he's always so, he al- he's always so like, um, clueless. 
when it happens. Yes, he's the- like, he's like, oh, Joan, it's nice to see you out here. And and she's like, Ooh. yeah, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. She's like, and what's he going like, to say? I don't got enough. Like, right. Fuck your I don't got enough fuck loot. those kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, Kermit the Gary. I don't have enough lube to get wet for you um, in this house. <laughs> So, yeah, so Joan leaves, um, and now we have a one-on-one with Ellen. So did you know who Michael Costello is? He's this designer. This was this man. But he has a lot right. of followers. I looked him up immediately. Okay, so he's got a following, so he's not, like, unknown musician. There's no, something like to... 1.7 million followers. Like, he has... Uh, so he's a real thing. A substantial following, yes. But I do not he know. I'm up. also not a designer girly. Like I'm literally in the same like sweatshirt that I wear every time we record. So I don't know. So Michael Costello, who doesn't design K's sweatshirts, um, showed <laughs> up, and they do you know the supermodel montage, and and they she say you know they go on this you know spectacular one on one date. I we've made fun of Gary's voice. Ellen's voice is equally as jarring, um, <laughs> and just more. It's too, ah, like too happy. I don't know. That sounds such. That sounds so bitchy. It's like not too happy, but it's. Uh, I I guess too happy. I don't know. It's I, way too upbeat. Too. It doesn't and it's feel also real. Like, Right. It's like, hey, Gary, you know, it's a little there's like a I've been smoking Marlboros for a thousand years to it. Um, a little Miley Cyrus rasp in there. A little. Yeah, there's a little Miley. There's a little something. Uh, she's but she, it does sound cartoonish, uh, you know, like yes, she could do voiceover. Cartoonish is the word I was yeah. looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Ellen was married for 25 years and he gave her diamond earrings. They go on a hot air balloon. They make out. It's, you know, there's a connection forming. Also, I will say this. She's outside of the type that Gary has kind of mm-hmm. se- seemed to gravitate towards. You know, yeah. Gary has gone Teresa, Leslie, Faith, Faith. route. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a look. And then Ellen is outside of that look. So not not to say one is better or worse than the other. It's just, just different. It was just just different and there was a moment where I'm like oh I guess this could happen and he you know it says she was married 25 years I, I don't it doesn't sound it sounds like there might have been a divorce of some sort I think it was a divorce they they didn't say anything about I, I think they would have mentioned the passing but I think it was just a divorce right and she gets the rose and it's a nice date and they they make out and it's it feels very much grandparents making out and not as much yeah that was, um, this one was a weird one <laughs> It was a tough one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This one is a weird, uh, weird make out for me. So we come back to the house and we get into this Kathy versus Teresa thing. And it seems as though and I I, I guess, Kay, I would want to hear what you think. What did what do you think went down with Kathy and Teresa? I think Kathy is kind of let all of her jealousy boil over a bit and Mm -hmm. has been just ticking little boxes where Teresa has um, annoyed her or has said something. I don't know. It feels a little like I I can't. I know they had a conversation, 
Kathy and yeah. Teresa. And this is what really triggers Kathy is that I guess Teresa said something along the lines of like, he's my man or something. And Kathy interpreted it as, oh, she thinks I don't have a chance. She thinks right. I'm not good enough. And I I don't know. I, I guess I need to like go back and rewatch that situation. But I never clocked any of that. But she got very upset about it. And it was it was it's, strange. It, it To me, I agree. She got very she's Kathy's obviously sensitive, obviously has you know, my dad describes a sensitive person as having really good hearing. Mm. Um, oh. And I think Kath, Kathy has really good hearing and it feels everything senses when she is not being considered senses or and gets angry you know she has that you know that other sense of like when someone's speaking to her and doesn't think highly of her yeah i think i think teresa is a different is the complete opposite side of the spectrum teresa lives in her own la la land i think she yeah. doesn't she's completely unaware yeah. I think she's like on her own romantic thing. I think like it's a tale of two moms. It's and it the doesn't mom. Mi- it doesn't mix well. These two don't mix well no, together. No, these are right. These are two moms that they can't. They're from two different planets. It is ultra aware mom that can see that her kid isn't being allowed into the girl boy parties and goes and does something about it. Yeah. Versus the ultra unaware mom who brags about their kids and doesn't realize that when they're bragging about their kids, there are other kids that aren't doing as well as theirs that also were in the same class as their kids. Yeah. Right. You know, like I, I, they're two recognizable moms. I absolutely, I, um, I, I, I've met both, you know? So Teresa, to me, I, I, I do know why she's annoying. Like it would annoy me as a sensitive person I would say I'm more like Kathy where I, you know, I can hear everything. I have good hearing. Mm-hmm. I would feel, I think Teresa was like, I had the most wonderful date and never acknowledged that Kathy is also on the same dating show as her. And Kathy took it as, oh, you're not even acknowledging them here. So you don't think I'm competition. And then yes, Kathy has a lot of friends. She's got the Askin group. She goes back to them and Kills she's me. telling. <laughs> she's telling. She, they were asking, so she was telling. <laughs> That's right. And she basically trashed her and, you know, went into what we, you know, Kathy would be good, a good guest on this podcast. A great she would go, guest. She, she would go into the levels that we go into as far as like looking into this maybe too much or more than anyone. Teresa's the one being like, what do you, what's the big deal? Why are you even talking about it? I'm just trying to find love. Like, Teresa annoys me more than Kathy does, but they're both not right here. Like, I, you know. No, they're both, it's two opposite sides of the spectrum, and I can't get on board with either of them. Like, I do hear what Kathy's saying, but she's overreacting a bit. And then I also do feel bad for Teresa, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, I'm like, are you hearing anything that you're saying? Like, you're not clocking any of this? Right. How do like, you not how have you not heard how are you not seeing anything? Like Kathy even knows enough. Like, and so we go back. So the 
So now, like, she gets the Askin group involved, and now April is speaking up for on Kathy of. on behalf of, but she she does it in the big group, like, why don't you shut your trap? Like, something yeah. like that. She says something very, and it was very, like, acute. And then Teresa pulls aside April because April. she says it so directly, and then April kind of, like, takes her foot off the gas, and it's like, I'm just speaking for Kathy. So then Teresa goes to Kathy and you can even tell the way Kathy speaks. She knows she doesn't really have a leg to stand on. I know she even she never directly says you. She goes, I just felt, you know, she's trying to talk about her sensitivities and make them a real dagger when they weren't. She knows they weren't meant as that. You can even see she never really blames Teresa. But she blames Teresa. And then, right? Like, it doesn't... Yeah, and she, and she also take it, took it to a, a spot where Teresa was trying to apologize. And she's like, no, this is who you are. This is what you're... Like, wasn't even accepting right. the apology or wasn't even willing to hear the other side or be like, okay, she feels bad. Let's squash this. She didn't want to squash it. I, you know, it's funny because I'm... I put, you know, we're going to get to like our villains and stuff. And like, I, as we're talking this out, you realize like Kathy is like, she kind of reminded me of like a prosecutor who knows she doesn't like the defendant, but she's got mm-hmm. nothing on the defendant. Like she doesn't have anything on her. Like it's just an unaware woman who's in her own world who's saying I'm falling in love. And she took it the way she took it because then Gary shows up. Now the rose ceremony is going to happen. He's going right. to talk with everybody. So now when he talks with Kathy and she says, she dances around what she says. I, I can't remember specifically, but she's she like. She said people had been mean to her. Right. And then he goes, well, tell me. I want to know. And he goes, and then she ba- she backs off of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think so she then, gave the name, right? I don't no, think she, she said would, Teresa's name. No. Because she doesn't have a case. She knows right. she doesn't. She's sensitive. She knows. And so Gary gives Kathy a rose and it felt like he awarded her for vulnerability. It didn't feel like they had a connection. Yeah. I don't, it's, I, they I, do not have a connection. I mean, even their hug when he was like, come in for a hug. It felt it. They couldn't even get their arms around each other correctly. Right. It just, there's no chemistry there. And, and she walks away. You know, it's interesting because you and I can see like, and and again, this is like relatable to the Bachelor franchise. We've seen award roses given out in the past. This I would count this as an award rose. Absolutely. I like you. And, you know, again, Gary even says like, who would be mean to you? You're like this fun personality. Like, Kathy has a reputation. Yeah. And so he awards her the rose. And then she walks away being like, like, Everyone's clapping for her. She, you know, she's very well liked in the house. You can tell she is more well liked than Teresa. Yeah. So that's why she had everyone on her side to talk a little shit, even though she didn't have like a. They are all doing the same thing as her. Yeah, Teresa's a little bit of you know, you know, Disney princess thinks that she's better than us. I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, maybe they have, but I haven't ever realized it. A bachelor or a bachelor, I'd give out a rose at the cocktail party before the rose ceremony. Like this was oh, very n- unusual. It wasn't like she won the that. date because yeah. it wasn't a date. It was just, this is 
we're getting ready to go to the rose ceremony. She just got hers early. Right. Yeah. It's weird. This is, it is weird. And it goes to kind of prove the point. Makes of your like, point. Yeah. Right. It was the, an award. This was an award. You know, like, don't worry. I'm not going to make you worry about this the rest of the mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Because and then she comes back They're They're cheering for her. And, and she seems to take it as this is a good thing for our relationship. I didn't take it that way. No. This is a you pity know? rose, almost. Right, and and this is where it's interesting because they're not here for followers. They are here for love. So based on that, it's not like she's like, yes, I'm here on TV another week. She's like, yes, I'm here for Gary another week. So it's kind of sad. It is a little sad. <laughs> it is a little so, sad. <laughs> it's a little sad. So then we go, there's one other interaction. Um, Gary talks with Faith, who you can tell they're hitting it off. You can tell... And then Gary reveals that he says, I used to ride my motorcycle, too. This is kind of a big deal because Faith came in on a motorcycle. Yeah. And then Gary says, when I used to ride my motorcycle. So you're like, and and we have to acknowledge, motorcycle is a culture, is a group. So, like, the idea of going on a Sunday ride, and he, he even says, I used to flip a coin, head east, you know, tails yeah. west. Um, I think it's just something to note that like the reason he's like, you know, him and Faith have a real thing is like there's more than just big dog Gary got a bark. I think they could. I think if Faith chills and lets mm. it play out and let them have their relationship, they clearly have a connection. I think mm-hmm. Faith could be endgame. Right. It feels that way. It, it, I just th- in that I, conversation she's not getting with the, the, about yeah. the motorcycle. She's not getting the attention or all this like hoopla going on these dates because I think Gary is like, I like her. I know I'm going to keep her around. I'm taking these. I know it seems. Yeah. I know it seems like when you go on these one on one dates, it's because he likes them more. But I honestly think that the one on one dates are because he needs to get to know them more. He doesn't know them at all and genuinely needs to know them. I think he feels secure with faith and is like. Yeah, we're good, babe. Like, just chill right. back there. Uh, uh, right. I'll get, I'll get to know you when I get to know you. We're I know, great. I, you know. Um, so we go to the rose ceremony and we lose Joan to her daughter who just had the kid. We lose Edith. I couldn't um, believe I gasped. You did? Really? I, well, I she could not really talked like, to him. Nah, she I doesn't. Know. But she was just so, pr- I was like, Damn. Edith. I mean, she's the Dove body campaign. If, if Edith isn't modeling after this, if there's nobody that approaches her, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what anyone's thinking. I know. I mean, Edith, call me. Um, <laughs> Christina, we lose, who was nice. But then, so the roses are given out, and then we get this like post-rose scene mm-hmm. of Teresa literally looking at Kathy being like, I want to like make things better with Kathy. Then goes there. Yeah. He came up to my room and we talked about it. And, and and Kathy's like, (laughs) and this is when you realize you're like, these are, this isn't malicious. And even Kathy says it. She's like, she's not, well, Kathy kind of goes, she either knows exactly what she's doing or has no idea what she's doing. Yes. I think, I think Teresa has no idea. I think Teresa I agree. is the mom who brags about her kids in the room with other moms whose kids are in rehab. Like she has no idea. I mean, Kathy's face. She was like, he came to your room. Like <laughs> right. she was like, 
you whore. Like it was right. so, it was like, it was scandalous that she went to his room and the way she reacted was so, um, it was really funny. The second she said that to Kathy, I was like, oh, this is not going to like, be good. It was so funny because like you could see on Kathy's face, it's like, are you, bitch, are you telling what? me this? I just told yeah. you I don't want to hear about your relationship and you're telling me you came up to your room, you fucking... It, it had to do with this alone moment. I don't need to hear this. I like, know. I, I felt for Kathy in that moment because it's like, it's funny when someone doesn't know, when someone's just totally unaware, they have no idea. Like, Teresa honestly was like, oh, okay, we're good now. Okay, let me tell you everything that's going on in my I life know. again. You know? like No, thank you. Yeah. No, 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 no. These are the boundaries I tried to set and you didn't even acknowledge it. Please. It was a really fun way to end the episode. It was. Let's go to our categories. Who do you who do you give your first impression rose to? I like April. I like that I I mean, again, she didn't have a massive part in this episode, but I think April's great. I like that she is sort of like the mom of the group. We saw her last week with um who was it was it what was her name nancy who think, we no, had the, was, uh, in the wedding dress yeah, yeah 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 the wedding dress thing and she's part of asking like, yeah was there <laughs> and taking care of her and then we have her standing up for kathy being there she's a girl's girl i really like april you took the words right from my brain yeah. april's a girl's girl she's very samantha like very Samantha. No, yeah. Like in the way of like, I'm good on my own. I'm here to take care of my ladies. I'm going to get mine. Don't worry. I mean, I'll that be was orgasming. Her, whole, her yeah. talent. That was her talent. Like <laughs> we're good. We're strong. It was like a, a like slam poetry. or something. <laughs> I had my first impression roses to Susan. I just like that. They opened the show with Susan doing her laps. Like, She's I like, like her still more and her. more. Yeah, and and the Chris Jenner thing disappears every episode. Like it does. She's more becoming Susan than Chris Jenner. Like in that picture, when they do the promo pictures before the season, all you could see was Chris Jenner. And like yes. I said, that she was crazy for like keeping up this look. Now she's Susan to me. You know, this makes so, so much more sense. I she is quickly quickly becoming one of my favorite characters on the show just because of who she is she's fun she's so sweet i think she started getting ready oh she was crying when joan said she had to go home and she just felt Mm. so bad love susan big susan fan okay villain of the week (laughs) you and i we are on two separate sides (laughs) on this one i i said kathy but i Mm -hmm. now i am starting to think I agree with you. So so you have Kathy, I have Teresa as yeah. villain of the week. I think we're both right. You know, there's no I think anyone could be could see it from any direction. I just think I guess like I don't cons- ignorance is not a defense. Like no. I think Kathy fully knows what she's doing because she didn't fully blame Teresa. Like she kind of like but it is villainous to like cast Teresa in this like villain role for just being her but I know 
it is annoying to just prance around and talk about your connection with someone while like we're all here on a show. You're not, you know, better than anyone here. I can understand why Kathy took it that way. So I, I Teresa's kind of like a silent killer. She just like she doesn't know. I don't know. I, she's Mr. I Magoo. think I might agree with she you just, a bit more, though. She's Mr. Magoo. She keeps walking along oh aimlessly, but always ends up on like not falling off the cliff. Like she, yeah. all, you know, like. Wow, you just unlocked a memory in my head when you said Mr. McGuire at a flash. I see what he looks like. I know what he's wearing. Right. And he's walking on like, you know, like the crane will be holding the steel beam and he like walks and it makes it so he can get across the big, you know, you know, the Grand Canyon or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. She She's given Magoo energy. That's so funny. <laughs> That's really funny. I just had a whole like memory unlocked. Our Gen Z listeners are lost yes. completely. Um, Bachelor and Boca, who do you got? Susan. I mean, she's. Yeah. What a fun hang. She would just be such a fun hang. She definitely seems it. What, who do you, what about you? Joan. I mean, Joan's hot. Joan's no, no, no hot. There's no other way to put it. Um, Joan's a babe. I know um, that long blonde hair, those like blue eyes. Smash. Yeah, total smash. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, cringe Harrison Award winner. Mine's the same as you. Uh, yeah, Teresa telling Kathy he was in the room with her after the roses are given out. I was like, I was had the same face as Kathy. Like, are you saying this? She couldn't like. There's no way she's actually talking about this right now. Right. Well, that was when Kathy, when she said she might know exactly what she's doing. I'm like, I get why she's like, I don't know if she's doing this on purpose or not. I don't think she's doing this on purpose. I think I know. she is. She is that clueless. mom. I Yeah, clueless. But I, I definitely, because she's definitely like, even the way she's like on, you know, in interviews, she's like, well, you know, she didn't get that she could be, that her words could affect other people. Like it was just. A little crazy. No clue. Um, and then who won the week? To me, um, why did I put? El oh, I know why I put Ellen. I was like, why did I put Ellen? I think Ellen won the week because Ellen got a dress. Ellen got diamond earrings. Right. Ellen got a hot air balloon ride. She mm -hmm. stayed out of the drama. She got mm -hmm. a rose. Ellen won the week, not because of who she is or blah, blah, blah. But because of all the things she got, it was very materialistic right. week. <laughs> um, I think the fans won the week because we got, we, we got this show to a place to be the fun of the bachelor, mm -hmm. the drama. while also not feeling bad about getting the drama. Like I think right. sometimes when it's like in the regular bachelor, when it's the, when the, the, the drama that we've gotten in the past few seasons have been like, about like shitty things that you're like, I don't want to even watch this. Like people being accused of this and that. And you're like, Ugh, I don't care about any of this. Mm -hmm. This drama was like good, clean fun, in my opinion. And yeah. it was just like very. And as you said, the Real Housewives, like it felt very much uh, juicy in that way. It makes sense now. It makes sense. Maybe I need mm -hmm. to start watching Housewives. I don't know if I have the bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have the bandwidth, but but maybe I should dig into that and see what see what happens if I actually like this. 
Right. But well, okay. We did it, and we will be back mm-hmm. next week. Uh, if you haven't listened to our Bachelor in Paradise episode, we also recapped Bachelor in Paradise this week. Um, and Jared, you have shows coming up. I'm going to be in Charlotte and Philadelphia. I added a second show in Philly. Um, it's a week from Friday. I would love for people to come bring their friends. Uh, oh, I'm also going to be, if you're listening now, I'm going to be on the Tonight Show Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I've been forgetting. You know, it's funny. I've, it's and my second time doing it. you have until now. I know, until now. <laughs> <laughs> it's my second time doing it. The first time you do it, you you know, screaming from the rooftops, oh my God, this is unbelievable. And and now it's like, do you want to do it again? You go, and, and it, it, it's a little different stress. You're like, what material am I going to do? Like, so I'm working through that right now this week. All at, right, so Tuesday. Know, so Tuesday night, um, again, if you're not staying up for, thank you, the uh, Tonight Show, I'll put out the clip after it's done, the full set. So go watch it on YouTube if you if you can and you know, share it with your friends. I'm going to be talking about my mom a lot, I think. So, God, I love yeah. your mom. So, so uh, yeah. And then Charlotte this weekend. You can see me work on the set in Charlotte if you're there. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Dope. All right. Well, I'll be tuning in to the, night sh- to hey. the Tonight Show. Um, and until then, you guys can follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor. You can follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to Bachelor at Betches.com. Betches.